I, I, I can't, I can't talk about this. I, <laughs> Anne Hathaway destroyed, absolutely destroyed one of my favorite songs. It just absolutely terrible. I, She's not great. It was, <laughs> no, it sucked. It was straight up. I'm sorry. <laughs> Anne Hathaway, your emotion was beautiful. Your singing was terrible in that oh, you destroyed, yeah. destroyed uh, that song. I can't wait to bring this up when we have Anne Hathaway on the podcast <laughs> to talk about Princess right. Diaries. I'm sorry, I can't, I can't do it. Out. I can't do it. That song is a powerhouse song, and you destroyed it. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, we proudly present. Our spectacular show of podcast magic and imagination full of Disney wonder, news, and pop culture. It's the Main Street Electrical Podcast with Jim Novotny and David Dollar. Hey, Jen. Hey, Dave. It's the Main Street Electrical Podcast. Hi. Welcome to another episode of the Main Street Electrical Podcast. Uh, and it is Christmas time. We got a couple of weeks before Christmas, and I don't know if our Christmas shopping is done. Mine certainly isn't because I've given my wife the list, and she's like, oh, yeah, we have to buy for so-and-so, so-and-so. I'm the one that go fetches stuff. She's the one that tells me what to get. She hasn't told me anything yet, so I'm like... Oh, sure. Push the blame on stuff. I mean, pretty okay. much. It's like she knows what we have to buy for. She's the one that says, go get this, this, and... I'm just waiting for the list. I'm just she'll be like, nah, that's fine. Just go get it, whatever. Mm. So, so yeah, we'll we'll get something eventually on the line with us. Of course, uh, my fellow co-host from the Deucecast movie show, which he and I have been friends for 22 years now. We're old, Dave. We've legitimately podcasted for half of our friendship for 11 yes. years. We podcasted, which <laughs> yes. is ridiculous. Uh, the Deucecast movie show comes out every Wednesday morning, and we just dropped episode 512. Uh, the day you're hearing this, or actually, yeah, the day we're recording this, we'll drop it tomorrow. So when you're hearing this, the newscast will have just come out. Uh, our Reflections episode, which is all the movies we've seen, which is a ridiculous amount of films that uh, we have no lives. But that, of course, is Michael Nip. Have you said your name yet? Michael, how you doing, buddy? Hey, what's up, Dave? What's up, Jen? Glad to be here. Or hey, should I say, have you. cowboy Michael Nip with a cowboy hat That's on. That's right. That's right. <laughs> hey, I'm keeping it real today. Very cool. All right, so we're at top of every, every, every show. Jen, how did you Disney this week? Oh gosh. Um, this week, I guess the easiest way I could say I Disney is I am wearing a lot of Disney shirts, um, particularly this uh one sweatshirt. It's my Walt Disney World with the sequiny hood. Of course. Sequiny oh, hood, uh, obviously. So yeah, it's not quite as cool as his cowboy hat, but no, no. <laughs> no. There's no but sequence on the cowboy hat, unfortunately. But uh. <laughs> so for me, in the mail, I've been waiting this for, for this forever. I finally got my Black Widow shawarma. Oh, my Black nice. Widow oh. They're coming out every, about every six to eight weeks, and I've gotten every one of these. They all interconnect. There's one left. It's Thor, and it's on my Christmas list. I'm crossing my fingers that it will get ordered before because I want to make sure it doesn't sell out. I may just tell my wife, hey, go ahead and order this for me. I'll count it as Christmas or whatever, but let's get it ordered because I want to make sure I get them all, and I'll be able to hook them all together. It's the, the shawarma scene at the end of the Avengers. Those of you who have been listening to the podcast, you followed my journey on these when I ordered the first one, Iron Man. Now here's the fifth one, Black Widow, and so I'm really excited. Mikey, how did you Disney this week? Oh, man, I went on a little retail shopping journey yesterday. Oh. There was an item that I saw pop up on twitter a couple weeks ago that i knew i must have so uh, i figured oh this it, it's it's a stuffed animal thing it won't be that hard to find so i went to like our target 
right down the road. Mm -hmm. It wasn't there. I went to a target a little further down the road. It wasn't there. I went to a third target past downtown Birmingham in a, a town called Fultondale. It wasn't there. I finally went to South Shelby County and I found <laughs> yes. my friend oh, here. Yes. This is, now he's labeled Rodian, which is, of course, if you're familiar with Star Wars, that is the species of Greedo. So it's not labeled Greedo, but you know, the the main reason I wanted to buy this guy is a couple different things here. We'll see if he says there's one. There's that one. And then here we go. <laughs> there it is. McClunky. He, oh my God. McClunky is the oft maligned actual piece of dialogue that was added to the Disney Plus version of A New Hope. Mm -hmm. um, it was the one change for whatever reason that George Lucas wanted to make for the Disney Plus version of A New Hope <laughs> is to add Greedo saying McClunky to Han Solo in that famous uh, Moss Eisley Space Cantina scene. And so I, when this thing came out, I knew I had to have it because it says McClunky. I so. can just imagine George That's Lucas's awesome. wife has a cousin named Fred McClunky. And she's like, George, <laughs> just give this guy something. He's bothering us. He's get off my get him off my back. Uh, Fine, I'll put him in the movie, yeah. and that's where it came from. <laughs> now, uh, is I that okay? So to set this up for the listeners who don't listen to the newscast, Michael owns yeah. every Hallmark. I call them stuffies, but they're like plushies. Hallmark. Star Wars version of it. Itty bitties. Itty bitties. They're basically yeah. like like Hallmark beanie babies. And yeah. Um, yeah. But he owns every Star Wars version of it. Some of them are hard to find. He was yeah. gifted one a couple of, a year or two ago that was like two hundred dollars like at a sale or whatever. It was like really rare. Um, yeah. No, is this an itty bitty or is this a different? No, okay. no, this is just a random M M Mattel. Gotcha. Uh, which okay, Mattel ah. is doing a lot of products with uh, with Disney now. Mm -hmm. that, that Star Wars wise, it used to just be Hasbro everything, mm -hmm. but right. Mattel's doing quite a bit. Um, I bought another Mattel thing because I do have all the versions of Ahsoka in plush form. Right. So if there is a plush version of Ahsoka, I own it. Now, that's not counting like random dog toys and stuff like that. <laughs> it's like proper and it's not the I don't have the Ahsoka build a bear. I'm not going to buy that like actual Ahsoka things. I've got like uh, a Funko plush, a Mattel plush, the one from uh, Galaxy's Edge that mm -hmm. you can get there for a little while. I've got that. Mm -hmm. And I've got there's a couple itty bitties that I've got. And then this random one from Star Wars Celebration. So anything Ahsoka. If there's been a plush come out, I've got it. But th this mm -hmm. Greedo, it said McClunky. I had to have it. Harder to find than I thought it would be. It's part of the Galaxy's Edge at Target. You know, when you go to right. Target, sometimes mm -hmm. you see products that are Galaxy's Edge labeled. Well, this, for some reason, is Galaxy's Edge labeled. I have no idea why, but um, <laughs> they have a bunch of little stuffed animals that make sounds, but I... I had to have well, the fun to. thing is that one of our listeners, and of course the co-host of the Main Street Electrical, I'm not answering, uh, the co-host of the Imagineers podcast, Susie, loves Ahsoka. So hearing Michael talk about Ahsoka, yeah. she's like fangirling. Jen, I have to ask you, and this is not an embarrassment to you, do you know who Ahsoka is? When we're talking about Ahsoka, yes. are you, okay, I'm just making well, sure. I don't, know. No, I I don't do. know what you've seen. I have no idea. Yeah. So, I mean, I haven't yeah. seen as much as you guys, for okay, sure. Right. Like there are, right. there are parts of the Star Wars universe that mm -hmm. I have not seen. Like right. I'm not, yeah, but I do know who is okay. There are parts of the Star Wars universe that nobody has seen except for Mikey because he's a hardcore fan. I mean, well, that's, I've, that's, I've that's, seen we'll, most of it. And we'll get yeah. to that a little bit later on. But first, let's kick it off with some news. <laughs> it's all the news that's fit to print with David Ola and Jen Vatney. Yeah, news. 
Alright, Jen, and Mikey, for you, this too, because you're going to love this. Cast member previews for Indiana Jones are here. Of course, the show is reopening on the 19th uh, of, of December, just a couple of days, actually. Uh, cast member, uh, actually, when this when this is dropping, cast members are getting their previews today and tomorrow. So the 16th and 17th. So the Indiana okay. Jones Stunt Spectacular Hollywood Studios is getting open, which is exciting. Now, it's a pared uh, down show, though, right? I believe so. It's probably yeah. a yeah. touch of or a taste of Indiana yeah, Jones yeah, yeah. or whatever. Well, I, I can't don't imagine they're going to do so. the audience participation like they probably used to. Probably not. Uh, right. Which COVID, is sad. I can't imagine I, that. I've done that twice. I've done it twice. I've been a part it's of the administration twice, which is a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, for all the the whining that we as Disney fans do about, oh my gosh, Disney's such high prices. Oh my gosh, I can't believe they charge it. We did that for the Christmas party. We looked at the Christmas party. We thought, that's so ridiculous. How could they charge $250 for a party? It's sold out completely across the board. Completely sold out. So all I'm going to say is, guys, if, you're, if we're going to complain about the prices, don't go. Because guess what? People somebody's going, going and disney's like going. is this too high of a price yeah probably is it sold out what can we charge next year i mean it's just it is it is what it is it's called capitalism at its finest so yep if you want to go to the party it's sold out now i do yep. know that with halloween party some days you're able most days actually you were able to show up day of and early mm-hmm. in the morning at park opening and go to the guest services and say hey can we get tickets and a lot of times they would sell them to you because of cancellations or whatever um not promising that's going to happen this time but if you're at if you're there you want to go to the party you didn't get a ticket Go to go to Magic Kingdom. See if the tickets are available. It's the only thing you can do. Just see what happens. So it's a good deal. Guardians is also testing. Early testing has begun for Guardians of the Galaxy Cosmic Rewind. I'm opening so up. Opening up next summer. Uh, we are crossing our fingers for media passes. Jen, get on that. Marcy, Rory, <laughs> get Rory on that because Rory. Let me the call the Bob. Pull. Call the Bob. Call the Bob. Call the Josh. Josh tomorrow. You love us. We know you do. So let, let's get on that. We need to be passes for this. Um, you know what? I'll leave, I'll leave, I will even agree to only write it once. Just one time. I won't even ask Oh, my gosh. Passes. That's so magnanimous of I'm you. I'm so Ben Violent. I really am. I mean, it, it really is. <laughs> You're so Ben Violent. Yes, exactly. Exactly. How humble I am. Uh, but Guardians is testing now for Hello? opening next summer. Uh, refurbishments. If you're going to the parks in the next uh, month or so, be aware that Expedition Everest is going on refurb January the 4th. I don't know how long it will be closed, probably for just a couple of days, maybe a week or so as they kind of refurb it. Um, before you ask, they're not fixing the Yeti. Before you're wondering, no, they oh, will never fix the Yeti. the Yeti. No, they're not going to fix the Yeti. They will never, they fix, will the never fix the Yeti. Uh, especially now that Joe Rody's gone, they're definitely never fixing the Yeti. They're like, Joe's out. We're not worried about it. I mean, it's just, it is what it is. Disco Yeti will prevail. Big Thunder will be closed February the 14th through the 18th. So uh, so that is uh, going to be a refurbishment there. And Splash Mountain, for a month, it's an annual refurbishment in January. Um, mm-hmm. January the 10th through February the 10th. Uh, now, people are worried now, about... Now, when's the big one happening? When's well, the big refurb happening? Well, we don't know that. I was gonna, about to say uh, that, that okay. all plans are to keep mm-hmm. it open for now. I think had COVID not happened, we probably would be in that refurb right now. Um, yeah. I think oh, I disagree. Do you think so? You think? I disagree. I don't think they would have done it before the 50th. Oh, you know what? You're right. Oh, before the 50th. That. Yeah. Right. That makes yeah. sense. Mm-hmm. So, um, well, honestly, I think they might have maybe done it sometime this year, maybe early next year or whatever, just closing it down. Uh, they, they needed it for the 50th because it is a people leader. It, it holds it lots of people. Mm-hmm. And as busy as the parks are right now, they have to have that. Um, final two things here. Disneyland issued an apology letter to the guests who had trouble with Genie Plus. Uh, opened up on Disneyland for the first time last week on the 8th, mm-hmm. and it was just a disaster. Well, they sent this to the guests. We apologize for the challenges you have experienced with Genie Plus on December 8th. We're working to provide recovery, and if you haven't received assistance, please contact us at blah, blah, blah. We appreciate your understanding and hope in the future you will experience the benefits of Genie Plus. Thank you, Disneyland guest correspondents. Now, 
it is kind of a generic form, but at least it's something. We never got people didn't get that for Disney World. Disneyland gets the apology, so who knows? I'm hoping it's 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 better now. I, I haven't heard a lot. Um, final bit of news here, and I think this is great. And Michael, you're a collector here, so this might be something you'd be interested mm-hmm. in. Now, there's a right restaurant on. at Disney Springs called The Boathouse. I've been there. Jen's been there. I'm not sure about Michael, mm-hmm. but I know it's a great food. Okay. Well, outside The Boathouse, they have this great little boat. Uh, it's a Venetian water taxi. It's listed now on, on The Boathouse's Facebook Marketplace section. Previously, the boat was used for private meals on the water. The current asking price now is $25,000. Okay? Cool. It's a 1984 water taxi. It's 38 feet long, weighs 8,000 pounds, features two Volvo Penta 3.5-liter engines. Jen, I know exactly, <laughs> you know exactly what I'm talking about there. Um, now, I know what a Pinto is. Before you buy, you're going to have to have some repairs because it's been connected to the, the boat for a while, and so the back floor area needs replacing, wire harnessing, gauges, alternators. So I know that you guys are both thinking, hmm, Christmas but just know you have to invest a little more than 25k. So if you're interested, guys, let us know. We will cook you. Is that on your Christmas list? I mean, it's not on my Christmas list. It might be now. They know it's for sale. But uh, well, the problem, my main problem is I don't know where I would put it. It's not the price, and it's not me telling Steph, "Hey, guess what? We just bought a twenty-five thousand dollars water taxi." Um, you know, and then you know those com- those Christmas commercials where you walk outside with the, with the wife, and there's like a bow on a Lexus or something. You know, hey, I just I spent think- I just spent seventy-four thousand dollars on a car without even consulting you. Awesome. Um, I'll be like, honey, it's not a Lexus. It's only twenty-five k. I don't know where we're gonna put it. Our side yard's not even this big, but hey, now we have a boat for Campbell to play on. Yay! <laughs> so- <laughs> So one of the things that uh, that we face as parents, and uh, Jen, you well, don't have children, but you have us as travel agents, and you deal with us and our wine. I mean, all the time. that's so that's just like having children, thing. honestly. But one of the things <laughs> that parents deal with, and Mikey knows this with his two uh, young girls, is that we have to entertain them when they're out for Christmas. What do we do with these kids? Yes, they hmm. can play outside, but even in Alabama, it gets down to a very cold 38 degrees. This morning it was 39. I was like, oh, I'm freezing, you know. So it's it's kind of freezing. Jen has no idea. In the Amish culture, it doesn't get cold at all, and so. Yeah. And so one of the things we have to do is to figure out how to entertain them. And one of the great things is, of course, streaming. And one of the reasons I wanted to have Michael on is to talk about what's coming up, basically Disney Plus, kind of the big parts of Disney and the streaming, Mm -hmm. the entertainment part. And we'll just talk a little bit about what's uh, what's essential viewing, what we need to see, that kind of thing. But first, I want to bring up one movie that both of you have seen that I have not, non Disney related, but West Side Story. Michael saw it this weekend. (gasps) Oh, it is Disney related. Oh, it is Disney related. It oh, is. yes. Yeah, it's a Fox release. Yeah. Oh, that's right. It's a mm-hmm. Fox yeah. release. So, yeah, it probably will yeah. be streaming so on Disney Plus later yeah. on this year. So Probably will yeah. be. Um, or at least Hulu. So, West Side Story, Jen, you saw it. You loved it. Michael, you I saw did. it. You loved it, which was surprising I loved it. much. Didn't I you? loved it. Oh, my gosh. They did such a good job. <laughs> mm-hmm. Now, Mike, you've seen, you've seen the original, of course. I've seen the Well, no, I, I mean, the first time this year, though. I had not seen oh. the original uh, prior. I saw it. I was going through uh, an American Film Institute Top 100 watch okay. earlier this year, and it was in that. And so I mm-hmm. saw it as part of that watch. Um, oh, okay. And I loved the original. I thought the original was great. Oh, too. yeah. The original was fantastic. My my only beef with it was that uh, Tony didn't sing in the original. Right. They had to overdub him. Right. <laughs> he acted yeah. great, though. They, yeah. No, he was good. Yeah. Yeah. And um, Rita Moreno yeah. apparently was a big part of both of them. I know that that was a big point for both of you guys. Yes. Yeah. 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 She played a new character, uh, Valentina, um, mm-hmm. who is basically the doc character from the original right. mm-hmm. um it's sort of an amalgamation of that character and mm-hmm. the main difference is they had her sing somewhere which was gorgeous i oh. 
Wept. She's on up there in age too. It's not I like she's wept like a openly old in that right theater. Now. Yeah, I was. No, she's I was ninety. So yeah, tears, <laughs> yeah, just tears, yeah, yeah. absolutely streaming. Because I mean, for, gorgeous. For me, I was coming at it at two different angles. I mean, and the weight of mm-hmm. her performance, in the sense that she's one of the few left from old Hollywood. There's not many actors or actresses yeah. left. You got, of course, Dick Van Dyke and you right. know folks like that, but. I mean, he's not as active as he once was. Rita Moreno's mm-hmm. still out there doing stuff. And it just, the I don't know what it was. Like, her performance, just the thinking about, man, this is like one of the last starlets from yeah. an old age of Hollywood that we've got left. And she's doing it. I mean, it doesn't look like she's going to get a nomination for the role. I haven't seen her name out there. There's been some oh. Critics' Choice stuff. Uh, that has come out recently and she wasn't on many of those lists but that's not to say the academy won't give her a nomination but mm-hmm. i mean i thought ah, she did so it was so and, good and i don't i didn't feel like it interfered at all with the storyline no. you know because i've no. seen the original so you know several times as well right. as the stage version and you know giving her the song and the amalgamation like it it just held so true and i mm-hmm. thought it worked so well yeah <laughs> everything yeah. So giving um, giving an actress a oh. powerful moment in a song, Jen, which one is better, Rita Moreno in this or Anne Hathaway in Les Miserables? Because I know you love both. <laughs> I, I I can't I can't talk about this. <laughs> I, I Anne Hathaway destroyed absolutely destroyed one of my favorite songs. It just absolutely terrible. I she's not great. <laughs> it was no, it sucked. It was straight up. I'm sorry, <laughs> Anne Hathaway. Your emotion was beautiful. Your singing was terrible in that oh, you destroyed, yeah. destroyed that song. I can't wait to bring this up I when we have Anne Hathaway on the podcast <laughs> to talk about Princess right. Diaries. I'm sorry. I can't, I can't do it. I can't do it. That song is a powerhouse song and you destroyed it. No, no you can have emotion and still sing beautifully. Oh, no. No. So when Anne does come on the podcast, uh, she'll be, she'll say something like, and you know, when I was singing for Fantine at Les Miserables, I'm just going to mute Jen as Jen's going to be like, yeah, I'm gonna be losing idea, my like... mind. That is not what that song is supposed to sound like. I well, don't even get me started. You're on like, the entire can, can thing. we talk about the Devil Wears Prada? You were good in that. Let's talk about that because you don't. Yo, sing. she. Oh, she was great. Yeah, she was great in Devil Wears Prada. Oh, mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Good stuff. Don't get me good started. Stuff. Don't get me started. All right. So the big thing, of course, is Disney Plus, and that's what everybody has, and that's I mean one of the biggest streaming services in the world, and I think it's one of the only. I guess companies or organizations or I guess sub part of a company that benefited mm-hmm. from COVID because it came along at just about the right time. Mm-hmm. Uh, Disney plus huge. I mean, they, they hit their like three year goal in a year, year and a half or whatever, which is, Oh my gosh, that was um, crazy. And there's so much on Disney plus. There's so many things you get on Disney plus. It's like, you're just looking at everything going, Holy crap. What is all this stuff? So we're going to kind of turn it over to Mikey. Like, let's talk about star Wars. First. I want to talk about several okay. Disney properties. Um, first of all, as, and I'm a big fan of star Wars. I've seen all the movies, several, times and jen has seen the movies as well and she's probably not mm-hmm. as big into fandom as we are um, she's seen the movie she's probably seen them a couple of times here and there you know because she's mm-hmm. in her early 30s so she's had time to see them of course oh um, bless you something like that but there's a lot of things on disney plus in terms of streaming visions mandalorian bad batch mm-hmm. things like that mm-hmm. um jen, michael what is what is essential viewing as a star wars okay fan, if, I, if i'm not seeing anyone what do i need to see Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. I mean, I, we'll say we'll call this the Mandoverse because there's there's going to be three different series that kind of are in the same era that sort of tie together mm-hmm. that are within this Mandalorian universe. Um, you know, we've obviously had season one and two of the Mandalorian already. 
we've got Book of Boba Fett coming out at the end of the month yes. on the 29th that is within that same universe. In fact, there's rumor, um, and you can almost tell from some of the trailers, that Din Djarin will be in this Book of Boba Fett also as make an appearance. You know, the Din guy Djarin from, being the Mandalorian. That's who being that is. the Mandalorian, yeah. right. So he'll show up like maybe for one episode. But this is mostly a Boba Fett story, but it's still that same time frame that the Mandalorian is taking place. And then also mm -hmm. later on next year, you'll have Ahsoka, mm -hmm. which is, a, mm -hmm. you know, you've got Rosario Dawson reprising her role as Ahsoka that was introduced in Mandalorian season two. And so she'll be back. That'll be in the same timeline, like tying up some of those stories as well. Um, I would call those certainly essential viewing. Uh, now, for me personally, I watch everything. I loved The Bad Batch as well. Mm -hmm. Now, that's an animated series. And so that's kind of difficult for some folks to, to want to jump into an animated series. Uh, I can understand that. Um, but personally, I call it essential viewing just because it is uh, setting up eventually some of the stuff that probably ends up playing out in Rise of Skywalker. So you've got like, because oh. this is a prequel, obviously, that takes place after episode three. And they're starting to talk about this whole cloning thing. And we see a lot of that in Rise of Skywalker. And so it's just sort of like peppered in stuff to interest people that are following it. There's going to be a Bad Batch season two next year as well. So, you know, that if you are into the animated stuff and you're a huge Star Wars fan, that's one to definitely watch. But if you're not into the animated stuff, stick with the Mandoverse. You can watch that. Now, another series that I'm hugely excited for is Obi-Wan. Of course, uh, You've yes. got Ewan McGregor coming back as Obi-Wan Kenobi. You've even got Hayden Christensen coming back as supposedly Darth Vader. Maybe we'll get some flashbacks as him as Anakin. Who knows? Um, that series is going to be fantastic. This, of course, takes place also right after episode three. So you've got Obi-Wan taking Luke to Tatooine, and he's going to sort of be, you know, the overseer at that point, the mm -hmm. protector at that point. So what we don't know is if it's all going to be on Tatooine, if it's going to go off planet. We don't know all those details yet. There's a lot of rumors and stuff like that. I'm super excited for that series. And then one that um, I'm excited for, but kind of like, why do we need this, is the Andor series. You've got Cassian Andor, which is a character that was um, introduced in Rogue One. Uh, so, eh, you know, maybe that's going to be good, but it's kind of like, an again, this is an era like right before um, A New Hope. So this is kind of like, in between that prequel era and stuff like that mm -hmm. it could be good um you know the rumor is the, <laughs> it, could, the ro it could be good <laughs> the robot the robot's not even going to be k2so which was super popular alan tudyk's uh voiceover was hilarious mm -hmm. for that robot he was he's great. not even going to be in the series so I, uh, in, at least in the first well, it's not season like he has nothing else to do i mean this is what he does it's disney voiceovers that's all he's got a lot. <laughs> yeah it's, it's mostly so i'm excited Odd about choice. it um, I mean, it's coming out next year at some point. Um, so yeah, there's a lot. In other words, 
There's a lot of Star Wars coming out next year well, on Disney+. Back, Plus. To go back to the Bad Batch, I know it is a yeah. loosely based, I guess, sequel to Clone Wars or Rebels. Yeah, yeah. It's, uh, do it's you more need to have seen story. those before no. you do? Okay, so you no, can hop right no. in. Yeah, you um, can hop oh, right okay. in. Yeah. Another one online that I kind of see that I don't know a lot about, what is Visions? You see that on Disney+. Plus. What is? Yeah, Star Wars yeah, it's Visions? an animated series that came out this year. Um, what they did is basically work with several um, Japanese animators, uh, mm-hmm. more in the anime realm. So you're going to watch that series, and it's more in the anime realm it is what i would call canon adjacent so it's not canon to the overarching star wars story these mm-hmm. are basically visions of uh star wars storytelling that these particular japanese animators just decided to put out there mm-hmm. they're they they don't even use many there's boba fett's like in one episode right. but the rest of them is new characters so it's hmm. like totally new stories just in the Star Wars universe that are not canon. Uh, so okay. you can watch that. If you're a fan of anime, you can just watch that series and just be in awe of the animation just because it's really well done. I mean, it just looks great. You may or may not like every single story. They're all different. Um, there's like uh, seven episodes or something. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Uh, it's it's good. I liked it, but it's not essential viewing in the sense that it's canon to what's going on in the current Star Wars universe. So Okay. So for somebody who's just got Disney Plus or maybe they're hopping in, obviously I would say Mandalorian is the number one essential oh, viewing after well, the movies. Yeah. Um yeah. what's what's the one maybe the next series, the one series they should pick up after Mandalorian? If you're gonna see anything else, go ahead and watch this too. Well, I mean, you need to watch Book of Boba Fett. Okay, Book which of Boba is coming Fett, yeah. out on the twenty ninth. Yep. I yep. mean that that's definitely if a it's series like Mandalorian you, adjacent. <laughs> Well, yeah, no, it's within the Mandalorian universe. So, I mean, timeline wise, uh, it it takes place pretty much right after um, season two of the Mandalorian. So Mm -hmm. you kind of need to stick with it. So if you've watched the first two seasons of the Mandalorian, go ahead and watch the book of Boba Fett as well. You're going to see some flashbacks of how Boba Fett got out of the Sarlacc pit. You're going to see a little bit of that. But for the most part, this is current to the timeline of what's going on in the mandalorian series because there is eventually going to be a mandalorian season three mm-hmm. i would think that that would either be fourth quarter next year or first quarter of 2023 though right because they're they're filming that right now post-production takes a long time but mm-hmm. it there will eventually be a mandalorian season three as well it's crazy to think that baby yoda or grogu has been a part of our lives for like two or three years now i know I mean, right? it really it's is crazy. it feels like a much I, longer i still I prefer know. baby yoda i'm, just, I'm, I'm <laughs> i do too so many people are so disappointed when they hear name. grogu they're like what the heck yeah. is a grogu what like like yoda is a cute name yeah Grogu like, was like a that's like having know, this cute like little fungus. baby newborn and naming him herman or something <laughs> apologies to all the hermans out there um final thing on star wars too if you go on disney plus there is a section called star wars vintage where you see the oh, old yeah. school droids cartoon the ewok movies the battle of endor caravan of courage the story yeah. of the are any of those Wookiee. like must watch no, no but they're, i mean they're fun a lot of those a lot of those is like i saw those as a child i saw those yeah. as a kid mm. yeah and so they're this old. is old school yeah. stuff and also and, and correct me if i'm wrong here the clone wars 2d micro series there was a period in yeah. the early 20th century or 21st century like 2000 like that where they would show three minute cartoons every night on the disney channel like before something i mean like, no, it's it cartoon, was, network, or cartoon network cartoon mm-hmm. network cartoon yeah. network and it was basically really leading up to all of the prequels and things like that it was really yeah. cool they were just great little animation leading up to everything that we see now a lot of that's kind of for the precursor to a lot of that so those are fun to watch yeah they're, so they're neat yeah. let's hop over to marvel 
Um, and oh, there's man. a lot going on with Marvel as well. I mean, if you think a you've ton. seen the movies, I would think even more so than Star Wars, the Marvel series are so ingrained with the movies themselves. Um, yeah. And I love that a lot of the series call back to call back to Thanos, call back to you know what happened in the Endgame, call back to the snap and things like that. And so a lot mm-hmm. of this is kind of all connected. Um, five, four or five series came out. Well, three or four Oof. series came out this year. WandaVision. Mm-hmm. Um, the uh, uh, Falcon of the Winter Soldier. We had Loki, and we had uh, Hawkeye, which is out now. It's I think the fourth mm-hmm. episode just dropped. Hawkeye is phenomenal. It's my it's favorite so of the four series. Yeah. It's so good because I love Hawkeye. My favorite I Avengers. Love Hawkeye. So obviously we've seen all the movies, Jen. You've seen most of the movies. I would say that you've seen the important ones, like the Avengers movies. You know. Oh what yeah, happens. I've seen like all like all the Avengers. I've saw mm-hmm. seen the Guardians. I've seen. Right. A- You've seen, I, I know you've seen the basics. Everyone. You've seen the big ones. I've seen, all, I've seen uh, the most important ones. And of I have course, not you know, you, seen Ant-Man You've seen the, the death of Tony Stark, so you know that happened and, and everything. So. Spoiler why alert. Do ha- why, <laughs> why does he have to keep triggering me? I mean, it's I like it's, too, it's still too soon. It's still mm. too soon for me to discuss this. I, the, I, I don't know what to tell you. You know, and I'll be honest <laughs> with you, and this might make me a bad follower of Christ when I say this, but one of the things – there's so many things I give thanks to, good, to God for, and that is, of course, my family, my children, my job. Jen, you know, the, the people I know, my friends, I down deep inside, down the list, but I do thank God that the Avengers Endgame came out the year before COVID. Because oh my gosh. Had it been in COVID, it would have <laughs> I, I It would have just gone to streaming and like it was such oh, a man. seminal wait. event in, in movie history. But just, wait a minute, but yeah. David Dollar, you, yeah. <laughs> you watched Endgame just like, you know, in the background, just for some easy watching to have yeah, something on. That I cannot emotionally do that to myself <laughs> in the background. That is like an investment. I would I mean, like. I would go see a movie, oh and because Endgame was three hours long, I so I'd go see a movie that was an hour and forty eight minutes. And as I was walking through, I would see Avengers playing in one of the theaters, and I would stick my head in, go sit down, and watch the last hour. I saw the last hour of Endgame probably nine times in the theater. I, I don't. <laughs> this I, I can't. I can't. I'd be like, oh, they're going back to the seventies. <laughs> Let me sit down and watch the rest of this. Or oh, oh you know, uh, Nebula just uh, just triggered the thing for Thanos to show up. Let me watch the rest of this speaking of triggered i'm triggered (laughs) again again i'm triggered so let's watch that one again let's talk marvel on online on on disney plus and streaming and stuff um first of all mikey do you have a favorite of the four series which one is which one are you really like the series is phenomenal or which one's like "Eh," you know the the joke uh on the deuce cast extra is i say that it's my favorite series every time we're talking about it so when wandavision was out i was like oh this is awesome this is my favorite when falcon and the winter soldier i said so uh and the deuce cast extra is the youtube show that myself garrison and dr earl do Mm -hmm. about disney plus marvel star wars and yellowstone uh (laughs) which is very random but we just that's the first thing we did and so we're continuing to do it and we added roth from wyoming dave we want you on there eventually because you are the deuce cast i'm I'm contractually Uh, i can't do it jen won't let me she's only allowed me to do certain number of podcasts it's in my contract i hope you you know never to believe him (laughs) right i mean you've known him long enough okay Uh, (laughs) so out out of the four that have released i loved just the insanity of loki Mm -hmm. Uh, i thought that that was a really interesting show i loved owen wilson's character in that show and owen wilson and um hiddleston tom hiddleston worked so well together like they had really good rapport back and forth and so i loved that show Mm -hmm. this isn't i'm being serious it's not a joke just because it's the current series i love hawkeye though yeah i mean hawkeye (laughs) hawkeye is the best um it's so Christmassy, uh, because like every it, it's taking place during Christmas, the c- series itself, 
and there's Christmas music in it. Right. I mean, it's just it's it's like a comedy buddy cop <laughs> type of vibe to it. You've got yeah. Hawkeye uh, working with Kate Bishop, who is kind of going to take that mantle of the Hawkeye bow and arrow, Seinfeld, which I love. Uh, eventually, love at her. some point, she's mm-hmm. going to be in a movie, a pretty pretty major character down the road. Yep. And so I, I'm I'm loving the series, and and it's not just because it's the most recent one. I out of the four that have come out this year, actually five if you count What If. Right. Um, and we'll get to that. It is. It's it's my it's probably my favorite. So I mean, it's just so much fun. I love how Marvel has set these four series up to four completely different series. WandaVision mm-hmm. is fantasy. It's fantastical. What? How does Wanda deal with the death of Vision? She loved him. How does right. she deal with that? And what it's going to lead obviously into Doctor Strange and the Multiverse uh, mm-hmm. coming up next year. Um, I love you know, Doctor Strange. Falcon and the Winter Soldier. It deals with the death of Captain, not the death, but the disappearance of Captain America, of Steve Rogers, who takes the mantle. And of course, mm-hmm. at the end of Endgame, they pass it on to uh, to Sam Wilson. Sam Wilson didn't feel like he should take that, so he passed that on to to say, you know what, I'm going to put this in a museum. Mm-hmm. There's not going to be a Captain America here. And what happens with that, with a subpar Captain America that comes out, if you say? Um, of course, Loki is a lot of fantasy. What ha- Where does Loki go whenever he disappears in Endgame and he disappears with the Tesseract? What happens? Yeah. Um, and obviously, Hawkeye, which I, I think I love his character so much because he's not... While he's a superhero, he's not a superhero. He doesn't have the fancy gadgets of, of, of Tony Stark. He doesn't have the super strength of Captain America. He doesn't have the God of Thunderishness with with Thor. He's just a guy who's really good with a bow and arrow. Very super good with a bow and arrow. Yeah. And so he's got to face these these enemies who are not super villains. They're just they're just bad guys. And I love the well, not yet anyway. I'm, I'm, I'm I haven't watched the Rose Reese episode. But, I mean, leading up to – it's almost like it's a series that for anything that can be realistic, it's the most realistic of the four series. If you say any of them can be realistic, it's the most grounded, I guess. And, again, I love Jeremy Renner, so that really helps. And I would, I'm not going to ask which one's essential viewing. I'm going to say watch all four series. I think at some point in time, yeah, try to catch all to. four. Yeah. They've all got one season only. I think they're anywhere from six, seven to ten episodes each. They're all less than an hour. I think WandaVision may have one or two episodes over an hour. Um, but just watch them all. Uh, you can take the entire Christmas break and just go one through one at a time. And really, in any order, so they sort of play off each other, but it's not like if you see Loki first, you're not you're gonna you're gonna be confused. No, just they're 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 four separate stories about Avengers that we love that are all sort of intertwined because they're coming after Thanos. They're coming after the snap. And I love the fact that the Avengers Endgame is such an important movie that the, the, what happens in that affects so many things in this universe. Mm-hmm. So it's not just yeah. like a one-time event of bad things happening. I mean, so many things get affected by this. Well, what Jen, if? have you seen any of these series yet? No, not yet. She hasn't <laughs> taken it. Not yet. I No, I want to see these series. So, uh, But normally, I don't get to sit down and watch TV too much. Right. So um, mm. I have now, though, begun with my two work screens <laughs> working on go. one screen and watching something on another oh, screen. Oh, you mean like so, I do? <laughs> like you do. So I think that yeah. I, what I'm going to have to start doing, and yeah. I, I do want to start with WandaVision though, because that yeah. one oh, yeah, yeah, always yeah. intrigued me. Yeah. I really, really want to watch The only that one, one I think you're going to have a hard time doing that with is Loki. There's a li- there's a lot to, there's mm. a lot going on in Loki that you really kind of have to focus in on. It's almost like watching a movie with subtitles, which is hard to do okay. when you're working because yeah. there's a lot happening and there's a lot to follow with the time, time authority and blah, blah, blah. I right. would start with mm-hmm. WandaVision. I think you're going to love WandaVision. And I, I really will think, love WandaVision. And I think you're going to love Hawkeye. I think you'll like the other two. Oh, well, I love Hawkeye. So um, I, but I think I you're going to love, I think you're going to love Hawkeye. My I mean, kid, Loki will probably be the last one I watch, honestly, right. just because he wasn't my favorite character. Right. I mean, right. 
No shade on Loki. He was like, it's, it's, my, it's my least favorite. It's my he's least favorite, favorite of the four. And I kind of compare yeah. that to like me going to the Cheesecake Factory. A pecan covered cheesecake is my least mm. favorite cheesecake. I love cheesecake. I will eat it and I'll be like, that's delicious. But I probably would have rather had the the, the chocolate cheesecake. Like a tuxedo, with, you know, the tuxedo cheesecake. cheesecake maybe a little bit better, you know. Um, Mikey, what if? What is this what is the series on what if? I've seen a couple of episodes of it. I just I couldn't get into it, but what is the premise behind what if? So I mean, the multiverse in general is going to be a big deal in phase four of the MCU. Um, that's just mm-hmm. going to be something that pops up quite a bit. In fact, probably this weekend, a lot of people right. are going to be seeing Spider-Man. The multiverse is a huge deal in that Doctor Strange is in there with Spider-Man and he uh, we see in the preview that perhaps he messes something up with his spell because Peter Parker's interrupting him quite a bit and things go crazy. Uh, And so the multiverse was also touched on a little bit in Loki. Um, So it's just a thing. It's just going to be a thing that you kind of need to be aware of. And that's how I would describe what if is it is basically the multiverse um what happens on these different uh multiverses these different earths like to these characters that we already know and love some of Mm -hmm. them are different characters some of them you know now as far as essential viewing um i i would say if there was one series that you don't necessarily need to see Mm -hmm. it's what if um now they have announced that there is going to be a season two of what if uh which you know they could continue some of the storylines right. that they introduced in season one, but I wouldn't say it's essential viewing just in the sense that I don't think a lot of those specific character types, like for example, you had uh, Captain uh, Britain, which yep. is the female. Well, no, they didn't call her Captain Britain. What do they call her? Captain Carter. Uh, basically like a female version of Captain America. Right. Um, the reason they didn't call her Captain Britain is because that's an actual character that may be introduced later on in the MCU. Uh, mm. I would love Henry Cavill to play Captain Britain, but I don't know if that'll actually happen. Um, so anyways, that was a very popular episode. Um, it, people were very um, into this idea of a Captain Carter uh, in physically enhanced super strength version of Peggy Carter. Um, and so that's a storyline that could continue in season two of what if, but I don't know if it'll ever like crossover into the movies. Yeah, I don't I think it would be I don't hard to do think that. It would be tough to do it. So what, uh, again, we can use that terminology canon adjacent. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, I, I think it's like, it's fun to watch. It's interesting to see. It was cool because a lot of the actors did come back and, and do their voice work mm-hmm. with that series. Mm-hmm. And so they actually, you know, had, um, most of the actors come back. I mean, and what was somewhat poignant about the series is this was the last work that Chadwick Boseman did before yep. he passed away. Yep. Oh. So he voiced T'Challa in all of the episodes. I think T'Challa was in four episodes yeah. of What If. Um, His main episode was What If, and that, that's what the series does. It asks the question, yeah. What If? What yeah. if Peggy Carter went into that experimental uh, experimental tube versus Steve Rogers? Yeah. What if yeah, okay. the Ravagers grabbed T'Challa instead of Peter Quill and he became Star Lord? Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, what yeah. if Ultron yeah. actually won in Avengers mm-hmm. instead of getting beaten? Mm-hmm. You know, what if Killmonger yeah. rescued mm-hmm. Tony Stark? That kind of thing. And it is a it is a lot of what ifs. And again, for me, I, and of course, what if zombies are a big thing? They're infected by a zombie plague. And, right. Um, That's and actually, a spinoff series. They coming. actually had um, Captain America zombie over at Disneyland because Disneyland gets all oh, the yeah. cool characters and we yeah, don't, they which do. sucks. Yeah, uh, they, do. <laughs> they had the they had the freaking Muppets on a on a float coming I down know. the middle of the street. And I'm like... So lame. We get 
Ariel for the forty fourth time, and you know, they get them. They get. <laughs> and why can't Katie. we get Muppets? I mean, I, I know, I, I know Seriously. the whole Marvel thing. I understand. There's yeah, this the weird Marvel contract. Thing. Okay, I get it. Yeah. But like, why can't we get? The I mean, Muppets? I feel like Bob Chapik walks around the studio and looks, finds a janitor, and says, "Do you like the Muppets?" And the janitor's like, "Well, I haven't seen all." Well, there you go. They don't like the Muppets. We don't. So yeah, we'll like do it yeah. no, no, we love the Muppets. Come on, people! Come on. Um, well, not the Christmas Carol, best of all. Sorry. Most of the movies are on uh, are on there as well, and we're not going to go through the ones that you need to see in the order you need to see them. Just go ahead and check them oh, out. Oh yeah, yeah. All um, there's only a, I mean, Incredible Hulk's not going to be on there because right. that's actually a Universal film, uh, and then the Spider Man oh, films. That's right. Yep. The Spider-Man <laughs> films aren't on there right now, but Sony has cut a deal with Disney Plus where they, in oh. a year or so, I think maybe like 2023. All the Spider-Man films will finally be on Disney Plus as well. Um, so that'll be. I only, only like certain of those. I, oh, I was they're picking. good. Come on. Some of the oh, okay. Some of them are good. Yeah. Some okay. of them. Are, some yeah. of them are like. Yeah. Well, um, and I'm I'm specifically talking about the MCU Spider-Man movies. Right. Okay. I'm not, okay. I'm not talking about like all the old ones um, okay. with Tobey Maguire and Andrew Garfield. I'm talking okay. about just the, you're talking the specific Tom MCU Holland, ones. Okay. Yeah, the MCU ones that would okay. actually be nice to have on Disney Plus as you're watching all of the other, you know, MCU films. Right. So, yeah. um, what, two things that I want to bring up. Well, first of all, the multiverse is a, is a term that fans may or may mm-hmm. not be familiar with. And two things that come to mind. First are the second Spider-Man, which is far from home. They introduced mm-hmm. sort of the concept of the multiverse where um, you have uh, Jake Gyllenhaal's character, Mr. Mysterio, coming from another universe. And basically, mm-hmm. the multiverse is the is the theory that there are other Earths and mm-hmm. the sort of the same things Lots are happening to other Earths, but different <laughs> things are happening with the same yeah. people. Lots yeah. of Earths. That's the multiverse. Mm-hmm. So, um, one concept is there's a great cartoon from a couple of years ago called Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. One of the mm. best animated mm. cartoons I have ever seen. It's a movie. It's phenomenal. It's not on Disney+. Plus. It's streaming right now on, a, on a FX Now, which is free with commercials. Mm. It's a free download. Yeah. It is absolutely worth downloading and watching that because it does bring in, it through some crazy things happening in the movie, it brings in other Spider-Men, Spider-Mans from Yep. the multiverse to come into this movie. So you have Spider-Ham, which is a funny character from the 80s. You have Spider-Noir, yeah. which is like a 30s type of character. You have Spider-Girl, Gwen Stacy, uh, voiced, I believe, by Hallie Stein... Was it Hallie Steinfeld that voiced that? Hallie Steinfeld Hallie did Stein- that Yeah, voice, she voiced yeah. that. Um, and so that's kind of introductory of the concept of the multiverse. You're going to see a lot of this coming in. What I think it's also going to do for Disney overall is it's going to allow them to introduce characters that normally they would, they would have a hard time pulling into into the universe, including mutants, which they've kind of talked about that a little right, bit. Um, yeah. But now using the multiverse, now they have this really an easy channel to say, well, we don't know how to bring this character in. So let's just say it's from the multiverse. Um, you know, you can do it that way. So it's almost like an easy out for them to, to be able to do that. And so you're going to see a lot of that. Doctor Strange itself, the next one's coming up is Doctor Strange and the multiverse of madness. Um, so a lot of that will be introduced. The same thing with mm-hmm. this one, which is why we're hearing the theory, which at the time this drops, uh, about this episode, about twelve hours from the from the dropping of this episode, Mikey and I will be in the theater watching the third Spider Man, and seeing all what happens with the multiverse coming in with that. So, so that'll be fun. Um, anything else on Marvel? Anything, Mikey, that you're like, you know, if you, besides the four, if you haven't seen the this series, this show, you really need to, to, to you really need to check this out. No, I mean, I think we mentioned everything that's available okay. um, to watch uh, that that is at least um, adjacent to the MCU. I mean, and like I said, what if is more like canon adjacent, right. so right. you don't mm-hmm. really have to watch that. Um, you know, there's a lot of stuff that they announced during that uh, Disney Plus day. 
Uh, I think Marvel had a much better Disney Plus day than Star Wars did for whatever reason. Yeah. Um, yeah. But they did. They uh, And I don't know if you guys covered that, but they announced a ton of stuff. I mean, we didn't know. really dive into it because we knew Not you were really, coming up, yeah. so we figured we would dive into it. Yeah, I mean, bit, they, they, they've got a lot. We don't know exactly when they're coming out, but next year alone, there's like four different series coming out. You've got Moon Knight with mm-hmm. Oscar Isaac, which is another. And th- these are all going to be MCU shows. So these mm-hmm. are all shows that if you feel as if you want to keep track of every single thing in the MCU, you would probably want to watch these shows also. Right. Um, if you're just like, ah, I just want to watch the movies. Fine. That's, that's your, that's the way you want to MCU. That's mm-hmm. the way you want to MCU. It's not a big deal. <laughs> um, but I mean, a lot of the series uh, that are coming out, I'm super looking forward to. I mean, they've got, um, what else do they have? They've got Moon Knight. They got Miss Marvel, which is an interesting, that's a newer character in the Marvel universe. Mm-hmm. Um, and when I say that, I mean, as far as the comics themselves, that was a character introduced in the 2000s. So mm-hmm. it's kind of a, and it's an interesting character because she's kind of a, a fangirl of Captain Marvel. So this right. character, she's got superpowers. Some She gets superpowers somehow. And she's like this fan, this younger girl, she's like 16 or something, that's a fan of Captain Marvel. Um, okay. So it, it's interesting that you've got uh, you, you've got that series coming out. Um, and that's a, a person of color is going to be portraying that character. And so that's a, oh. a big deal in the MCU to have inclusivity as far as that's concerned. So mm-hmm. I'm kind of looking forward to that show. Um, let's see what else they've got. She-Hulk. Yep. Uh, now, yeah. if you know Tatiana Masale, she was in a really popular series where she played this character with a a bunch of multiple personalities. And so you got to see really a lot of different sides of her acting ability. So she, she is a great choice for she Hulk. Uh, Because obviously you've got the Hulk version of that character and then you've got (laughs) she's a a lawyer during the day. Um, Now, from what I understand on on that particular series, it's going to be like a courtroom drama type of thing, uh, 30 minute episodes. So it's going to be different. It's going to be like sort of a a different vibe to it. Um, I'm looking forward to that. And then uh, the last big one that I think is coming out next year. uh, Oh, you know what? Maybe there's only three coming out next year. I thought there was a fourth one. Maybe it's pushed to 2023. I don't know. But um, well, there's a lot of movies coming out next year too for Marvel because they're well, having uh, yeah. being pushed. I mean, they were pushed time. into yeah. 2022. So we've yeah, got yeah. three or four coming out, which are we've been waiting on for a while. Um, there is a segment a segment on Disney Plus, the Marvel Cinematic Universe in timeline right. order, and it's not just the movies. It also has the series intertwined. It's chronological. It's not in order of release, but actually in order of storyline all the way through. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like you said, the Spider-Mans are not, are not in there, as uh, neither are the Hulk movies as well, so you will have to kind of interject those in there somewhere, you know, find yeah. those at other places, yeah. but uh, it's not a bad little thing here, and Jen, it actually says Loki is first on the uh, timeline order, then really? Vision, then Falcon, then Hawkeye, yeah. with Shang-Chi yeah. actually coming last followed by Hawkeye sure. as the most recent. So uh, yeah, a lot of good yeah. stuff on here. You can actually find the old Marvel series from the nineties that are on here. The, oh my gosh. The and everything. Oh, they got all the kinds of old They've stuff. They've got what's there. called Marvel legacy movies and like the X-Men movies, which these are movies that will not be canon as far as the MCU no. goes. Same thing with yeah. Fantastic Four. Don't watch the, the second Fantastic Four. No, actually don't watch <laughs> the one they have listed. This is the one from a few years ago and it's horrific. It's bad. bad. Yeah. That dark Phoenix and apocalypse are three just 
awful movies so just skip those mm-hmm. all, all the way around mm-hmm. um so yeah a lot of good stuff so real as we finish up here just uh, disney plus as a whole of course Encanto. mikey and i have both seen Encanto. Jen, yeah jen was like oh. i'm not seeing that disney show i'm Wait gonna see west side story what so, well you know i mean yes i did well, choose west side story um of Encanto, <laughs> i mean yeah. out in theaters now it, they, they made a decision to put this on streaming on the 24th of december yeah 30 days after yeah. which i think mm-hmm. is a terrible mistake because I think this is a movie that, that families could go see. Um, and I they would have gone on Christmas and they would have gone to see it. Right now, I think Ghostbusters Afterlife is going to clean up because that's the big family movie that everybody wants to see. Mm-hmm. Or Spider-Man. Or Spider-Man. That's true. Spider-Man. Both of those movies because you'll have you know the entire week that people can go see movies. And and maybe they made the decision going, well, Spider-Man and um, Ghostbusters are there, so let's just put Encanto on streaming. Encanto yeah. is a beautiful movie. It is yeah. gorgeous. The music is great. It's the story of this family, um, the, the Magicals. That uh, they have this this enchanted place called Encanto, and this girl named Mary Bell, she is kind of your heroine, and she discovers well everybody to set it up basically everybody in Encanto has a special power, nothing mm-hmm. like superhuman, but you know one girl's really strong, one girl has super hearing, and and one girl like they when she cooks she heals people when she cooks, and Mary Bell doesn't have a power, and she's trying to figure out her power, what is her power. Mm-hmm. Um, we'll come to find out there's kind of a black sheep of the family. And also, in Kanto, there's some things happening with Encanto. Things are beginning to fall apart for Encanto. Mm. And she, it's, she's kind of her race to save it. There's no traditional villain. There's no bad guy to point to to say, oh, such a bad villain. It's just an overall story of her saving the day. Uh, I love her because she's not this beautiful princessy, like willowy, I'm Rapunzel, I'm gorgeous, and I'm Belle, whatever. She's mm. this, this girl with curly hair and big glasses and kind of goofy and um, just... Fantastic voice cast, uh, fantastic story, fantastic film, and I really wish this is a movie that more people would have seen, and I wish Disney would push it more. I kind of feel like Disney has kind of released it, kind of a, let's get it out there, and Kanto's our November film, COVID is still happening, and the next one they got coming out is next November called Strange World, and I think that's going to be kind of their next big push for a film. Right now, mm-hmm. it's like the 60th movie that we've got out, Encanto. Okay, now it's streaming. Let's go next year. I mean, I, I, yeah. I kind of feel like they've done some of that. Um, yes, you see merchandise and stuff, but Encanto is worth mm-hmm. seeing in the theater. It's just... It's oh, nice. yeah, that's great. So, yep. I really enjoyed it. Yeah, music is great. Jen, you'll really like it. I think you really, will. Really yeah. Like yeah. Oh, you yeah, will. Yeah, you'll like it a lot. Yeah. We'll and probably course, stream it over Christmas. Yeah, it's worth so. streaming. I think a lot of people will stream it as well. So that's on there. Um, a couple of things that I want to throw out for Disney+. Plus. If you haven't seen it, just as Disney fans, first of all, behind the, uh, the Imagineering stories, which we've talked about before, is mm-hmm. great. Behind so the attraction good. is a behind-the-scenes look at a lot of popular yep. attractions, which is great. Mm-hmm. There's also a series that I continually push for. It's called Prop Culture. And oh, it's that a one's cool. Where this guy goes in and he finds props from these these old vintage Disney movies, and he re- reunites them with the people who played them. Um, Nightmare Before Christmas, uh, the Muppet movie, uh, Pirates yeah. of the Caribbean, the, the Chronicles of Narnia. Like the kids came in, they're all grown up now. They're all like looking and talking about the props and the outfits mm-hmm. and stuff they held before. Um, they reunite Paul Williams with his guitar. He's the one yeah. that wrote behind uh, he, that wrote Rainbow Connection. Like I was, I was yeah. in tears watching him as he picks up his guitar for the first time in like forty five years. Mm-hmm. And he's like, oh yeah, I, I I wrote that song. And they're talking about it's just it's <laughs> it's it's incredible. It's cool. It's, it's so good. Um, yeah, it's Jen, so good. anything you've seen on Disney Plus that you just absolutely loved and would recommend movies or TVs or otherwise. I mean, I've just been, honestly, I've been on like a Muppets Jag recently. Mm-hmm. So like I've been going through and just watching random Muppets movies that I haven't seen, like maybe from the early 2000s, right. like Letters to Santa. Not that it was great, but it was yeah. fun and it made me smile. And of course, Muppets Christmas Carol. So I've just been kind of going through and doing that. I love that that's on there. So that's, that's what I've been doing. 
Love yeah, it. I've got I've got to plug uh, the world according to Jeff Blo- Goldblum. The second season, yes. it, it Ooh, is that's on my list. It's awesome. Uh, and then that new season, that new show with Will Smith is not bad. The Nat, Nat Geo show where he's Welcome sort of Earth, going on. Yeah, Welcome yeah. to Earth. He's sort of going on these different adventures. Um, it's really good. Uh, I enjoy watching that one with my kids because uh, my oldest one's kind of interested in that type of stuff. And so she's enjoyed oh, yeah. that. She, he he was the narrator of a, sh- a show that she watched last year on Disney Plus that was more about space and stuff like that. Mm. Um, but this, he's actually in the show. And so she's getting to see him. So that's pretty cool. Oh, that's cool. Um, I do want to plug one actual Lucasfilm show that we didn't mention that's coming out next year, Willow um the, oh, I heard the about that one. sequel series to the film from the 80s uh, i mean michael's a willow in. apologist he loves i willow. am all i love some willow <laughs> anything warwick davis and willow i'm all in so i did i just want to mention that that since we talked about marvel and star wars i gotta plug my willow yeah. also that's good stuff well, yeah i have an important question yes yeah we're talking about star wars is the Christmas special on Disney Plus? No, it's <sighs> not. No, the the holiday special is not. It, the, there's one animated sequence that they put on there because Boba Fett is in it. This was okay. actually technically the first appearance of Boba Fett before his appearance on Empire Strikes Back. He was in an animated sequence in that holiday special. Huh. It is on. It is on Disney Plus. You can watch it. Just it's the probably, sequence, though. Probably in the legacy era. Just the okay. animated sequence introducing Boba Fett is, no, is okay. on there. Yeah, <laughs> very nice. Of course, they've also got the documentary "The Beatles Get Back." People are loving. That. Oh it's yeah, a, it's so a good, good. nine-hour experience. I'm so not good. a fan of the Beatles. I don't know that I'll ever watch this. Um, if it were a three-hour episode, I probably would. But Peter Jackson's directing it, and he's done a lot. He's, the, of course, the Lord mm-hmm. of the Rings guy, but he's done a lot of great documentaries. He did a World War One documentary from a few years ago called They Shall Not Grow Old. It is phenomenal, mm-hmm. taking footage oh, wow. from the World War II, updating the modern, modernizing the footage. One, yeah. It's just, it will blow you away. One of the most impactful documentaries I've ever seen, and I've wow. seen a lot of documentaries. Um, you know, Luca, which is the Pixar movie from last summer, mm-hmm. it kind of got thrown on here. Did not hey. get its just due. Great Golden Globe great nomination. Movie. Yeah, I great mean. movie, Golden Globe nomination. Um, so a lot of good stuff on Disney Plus as well, a lot of good stuff for streaming. So I hope you guys out there have kind of gotten an idea of what's been streaming. Jungle Cruise, of course, is streaming now. Oh, that's such a good one. Cruella mm-hmm. is streaming now. Shang-Chi and the Ten Rings are streaming now and one black movie widow that is, yeah. that is black, black widow, widow and one movie that's on my list that i've never seen bed knobs and broomsticks i'm going to try oh, to get that. I, I love it i've never I seen it i've never yes. seen it so i'm going to try to get that in before the end of the year if i can make so that good. one of my final movies for, for the year because i've just never seen it you need um, to watch bed knobs I, I do and need broomsticks. to watch it it looks like it would be great i need, need to, to rewatch it you need to watch it because they're about to do a broadway version of bed yes, knobs they and are. Broom, oh, broomsticks so dave you need to watch mm-hmm. it of course. fun times Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. Absolutely. So, oh my gosh, uh, my sister and I used to watch that one all the time. Oh, dude, loved it. all that. I, I love the animated sequences yeah. in that movie. I mean, so good. Absolutely perfect. Oh, and, and oh, shout so out, good. shout out to past and future guest uh, Jennifer Kaufman, also frequent guest of the Deucecast, High School Musical, the musical, the Holiday Show, the musical is on <laughs> as well. Uh, that's kind of a running gag for the two of us because yeah. uh, wow. I like to say that title has got more colons than a proctology lab. It's insane. <laughs> yeah, um, it does. It High School Musical colon. It's musical, a colonoscopy. Colon, CD, the holiday yeah, exactly. is ridiculous. So, so that is our look at Disney Plus and some of the things you can find streaming. If you can't find anything from that, I don't know what you're looking for because there you go. Between <laughs> us and the Deucecast, you should be completely full up. Jen, where can we find you online? How can we follow you and all your misadventures? Oh, you can find me at Upon a Star Jen everywhere. And my personal Instagram is at Jen underscore Novotny. 
Of course, find me online at the Magic on a Dollar on Instagram. Find me, of course, on Facebook at Magic on a Dollar and Disney on a Dollar. Uh, it is Christmas time. We are we are we are booking trips like crazy for 2022 and even some for 2021. Oh I'm doing some last minute stuff where we can find some mm-hmm. places for people to go. Wow, uh, I've done that too. Uh, Mikey, plug the Deucecast for us. Oh yeah, um, every Wednesday we release a movie esque episode on the Deucecast Movie Show. It's Dave myself uh the venerable dr earl yep um who some for some reason does that show with us i don't know why he does it <laughs> i think he just loves movies and he's yep. just for whatever reason started doing that show with us and never stopped and i love we're a captive audience we're the only ones that will listen to him talk about some norwegian documentary he saw from that's 1946 true. that's true <laughs> yep uh and then i mentioned it earlier every tuesday on youtube we have the tv wing of the Deucecast empire we call it Deucecast extra Currently, we are covering Hawkeye and Yellowstone Season 4, so if you like either of those shows and want to hear three dudes talk about shows, um, Dr. Earl's on there as well. You actually get to see Dr. Earl on the Deucecast Extra, and you see uh, young Garrison, who is uh, often on the Deucecast movie show. He is on Extra as well. Um, Pretty soon, we're going to be doing um, 1883 which is a prequel I I saw you which is a prequel to Yellowstone so we're going to continue doing the Yellowstone shows myself Dr. Earl and Roth in Wyoming because I mean you got to have a guy from Wyoming when you're of talking course. about cowboys of I mean it's just the, the way it goes oh, oh dude yeah um, and then uh, you know we're going to be doing Book of Boba Fett as well like I right. said that comes out December 29th we're going to be talking to that show we'll probably have Nick from Podcast of the Wills join us on that because he's our star wars expert mm-hmm. uh, i just pretend to know a lot about star wars nick is like a star wars expert so we want to have him at least on a couple episodes of the Deucecast extra yep. talking about Book of Book of Book, so. very cool all right guys uh you have all the stuff you need to your list is set for the time the kids are at home just throw something on the tv mm-hmm. you know what to watch you know what to avoid that kind of thing uh, got some great episodes coming up. The I Am Geek Guys are coming out next week, and Jen and the Geek Guys, we're going to be talking about our Christmas lists, the most expensive things we can find that we want that nobody will buy us, but hey, we're going to talk about how badly we want them. <laughs> there is a Lego Star Destroyer on my list, by the way, and it's only $700. Wow. We'll oh, talk spoiler about that. alert. And uh, a great, great episode, a special episode that Jen and I are putting together for the Christmas week or the week after Christmas. We're real excited about it. Um, we're going to share some stuff on that episode, but that's coming up as well. So for Jen, for Mikey, I'm Dave, and ho, hey, don't forget to thank your Phoenicians. Thank you for listening to the Main Street Electrical Podcast. You can find us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at The MSE Podcast. Or visit our website at themsepodcast.com. Be sure to subscribe and may all your wishes come true. I was hoping he was going to say McClunky. You can't ever time these things. It's like, there it is.